Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today I am joined once again by Adil Malik, the co-founder and CEO at ClearStep. How are you today? I'm doing well, Jared. Thanks so much for having me on again. I'm excited to have you back. Yeah, we uh, we were at the health conference uh, and uh, wasn't able to, to catch up there, but I was able to talk with uh, your colleague at your booth over there. And uh, we're like, yeah, let's let's have you back on. It's it's been a couple months, and I know a lot has changed. So, I I really appreciate. Um, I guess quickly, just give the audience for those that don't know you that thirty second intro. And you, for anyone listening, you can go back to the original episode where we do a more in depth intro of um, you know your background and then uh, clear step. But for now, quick intro, and then we'll talk about uh, a quick update you have on where clear step is at today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so very briefly about myself, uh, started ClearStep uh, towards the end of 2018. Uh, and before that was in healthcare consulting, doing strategy analytics work um, at Accenture, got to work with all sorts of healthcare players um, and uh, really the inspiration um, or at least the bridge to ClearStep was that a lot of my healthcare uh, consulting work towards the end of my experience was really focused on digital health and working with tech companies to frame their digital health agenda. Um, before that, I was doing medical research uh, at Hopkins. Um, so always was very interested in healthcare innovation and trying to move the needle forward and what's possible uh, in you know, serving patients, serving healthcare consumers. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was, uh, we, we really went in depth last time on obviously the company, because this is what's cool about the podcast is for the first episode, um, we really just focus on people that maybe have not heard of, of you or heard of the, the company, your why, how, what, and what kind of led you to, to start the company. And whenever we have a guest on a second time, we kind of focus in on some core like issues within the space, the update piece. So if you want to just give us a quick, since it's I know things in the startup world can, can kind of go really fast, right? It's been a couple months yeah. and we recorded that episode back in probably late 2020, right? The first episode before it was released in early 2021. Uh, give us that quick update. And then uh, I have a yeah. few things that I wanted to kind of dive in with you today, but this will be a short and sweet episode for, for those of uh, uh, listeners out there. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's actually been almost exactly a year. So this is a perfect kind of clean annual checkpoint on what's been going on. Um, you know, I think there are uh, a, a couple big updates uh, on our end. I think maybe three three main buckets. Uh, you know, the first is you know just new customers, new people that we're working with. You know, ha have some exciting new additions um, to you know the ClearStep partnership uh, stack. You know, maybe one big one that we didn't have last year is, you know, HCA working enterprise across several of their markets. Um, pretty, pretty interesting uh, application of ClearStep there. But the, the second, um, and maybe the, the really the big one uh, to share is, is largely around how we've expanded and been thinking about the evolution of our product. A year ago, when we spoke, Jared, a lot of our use cases were around COVID triage, um, and we had set out to build virtual triage for, you know, uh, really every therapeutic area, every complaint, not siloed to specific use cases. Um, and uh, we got the chance to, you know, both further COVID use cases, general virtual triage use cases, and then we started getting asked to do a lot of 
different stuff, still in the realm of, you know, navigation or routing. And ultimately it resulted in us uh, positioning ourselves to be something broader than virtual triage, which is the concept of smart care routing. You know, ClearStep you know, does smart care routing for health systems, primarily providers and health systems, make it really easy for people to go from a need, um, whatever that need might be when they interface with their health system or provider to fulfillment, to satisfying that need. Um, and we've kind of bucketed that into these three categories. The first being virtual triage, which is our bread and butter and what we really built the company uh, on the foundation of. Um, and then the others are you know, patient services, navigation, and then clinical journeys. And what we mean by patient services is really the kind of stuff that patients end up calling, you know, calling call centers about or picking up the phone and calling about that they really don't need that to talk to a human uh, about by, you know, via integration with systems, we can pull records or we can show them information, we can point them to the right provider. And it doesn't have to be clinical triage, but they're still using an intelligent chat flow, you know, smart routing to set to, to go from is this, you know, do you take my insurance? Uh, you know, who's the provider with the nearest availability, you know, tomorrow and the zip code, et cetera, things like that. Um, and, uh, and what's interesting, you know, not only were we getting asked by customers to move in that direction, um, but users, because we just have a free text search bar at the beginning, users were searching for all sorts of stuff, even though the directions were pretty clear on like search symptoms and here are examples, you know, people were searching all sorts of stuff in there. So that gave us a lot of insight too of like, what kind of workflows do we need to support to be able to broaden uh, the kind of service that we can provide to end users as well. Um, and then the third area, which has, which was one of the most fascinating ones, uh, I called it clinical journeys. Um, it is actually being able to track or follow up with patients via, you know, intelligent chat and continue to route them after their initial visit or post discharge. So we did a, a really large scale use case for this with one customer uh, where every patient discharged for COVID uh, would automatically get sent, you know, texts with links to uh, a clear step chat where our logic was meant to check in on their symptoms. Uh, and we would spit out various scores that basically determined the severity of those symptoms and how frequently you need to, like when the next check-in should be, whether it should be daily or now you can, you know, uh, diminish the check-in. So basically monitoring the progression or resolution of symptoms. And this was so fascinating because all that data was immediately getting sent back to pop health teams, uh, populating dashboards. And um, at HIMSS, actually, the, the chief medical information officer of the system gave a talk on their COVID response and spoke about this system specifically and how it saved dozens of people's lives because, we would immediately alert someone, a nurse on the pop health team that this patient's symptoms are progressing rapidly. And they would, you know, they, there were numerous instances where they dispatched ambulances to people's homes. So these were really interesting evolutions, all of, the, of really what we initially were thinking of with our virtual triage product to broaden into smart care routing. And uh, I, I think some of the genesis for it was we realized, especially when we were getting requests, because most of these were coming out of customers being like, hey, can you do this too? Or can you can you add this kind of feature on? And we weren't just signing up to do things, but we were kind of going back to our core principles. What what are we really good at? And what what you know what can we layer into our product as additional components of the product? And that's where these kind of came out of. And we realized we're really good at taking really complex logic uh, that's either highly clinical or or just 
you know, requires a lot of touch points, integrations or, or thoughtfulness and really just digitizing that and putting it in front of an end user, a consumer and making it really easy for them to, again, like I said, go from a need to actual fulfillment and, and guidance. So, um, so yeah, like I said, smart care routing is, is where we realize the core, really what the core is of, of what we're doing and how that can be applied in, in several ways uh, beyond symptomatic uh, triage, which is, of course, still super important across all of our customers. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I was super intrigued by by what you were building when we first talked a year ago, and it's it's really it's cool for me to have these conversations with you, right, and kind of hear about the evolution of, and also how it matches up with what the vision always, always was, right? It's um, my, while new features and, and things roll out, and and in any uh, startup, especially in the healthcare space, like um, some companies will pivot. It, it really, the, the vision never, never changes, right? It's always, uh, continuing to focus in on that and improve it. And, uh, it's pretty cool that, uh, that you've kind of been able to continue to enhance it. And one of the things that, I mean, I know you were talking about this a little bit, but that, that you and I wanted to talk about is, is go as a core topic is going beyond COVID care navigation. And when we first spoke, that was a huge part of, of your platform. Uh, it wasn't yeah. like the only thing the platform could do, but it was the probably the biggest use yeah. case, right, for the platform. So um, I, I know you kind of gave us a little bit and kind of the journey, but give us just, I guess, a couple tidbits on, you know, where where are things at with that? Is is the platform still, you know, have a heavy uh, COVID care navigation use case? And then what are what are some of those other right. key use cases you're seeing uh, based on what you build right now? Right. So that's a great question and kind of making it very topical just for the market where the market is. I think when we, you know, when we came out of the United Healthcare Techstars Accelerator at the very beginning of 2020, still really early on uh, in our journey, the thing that really drove ClearStep to like just take off really quickly last year was our COVID navigation uh, you know, use case as part of this virtual triage. Um, and we we grew a lot. We were able to get a lot of users uh, um, through the door and, and help route people appropriately. Uh, delivered an awesome product. Part of as we were building and scaling that, part of our you know internal concern transparently was: Will we be able to flip all of the customers that we've now been able to onboard and get on our COVID product into the broader? at least at that time, just virtual triage uh, component of the platform, you know, not just COVID navigation, but any symptomatic navigation, just helping people go from any clinical need that they have to any endpoint across your entire ecosystem. Um, and I, I think what was really exciting for us is that across the board, every single COVID deployment that we did, we were then able to grow into and flip on the broader solution for virtual triage. And so that that kind of that data point alone, but then just other market trends just gave some insight into or suggested that the impetus that led to needing better digital, uh, obviously telemedicine was the big talk, but just needing better digital technologies for dealing with COVID, including things like routing, better routing capabilities and automated capabilities to do that, did also serve as a driver for better digital routing and navigation technologies outside of COVID for healthcare that there was always a need for. And because people were able to solve it so effectively in COVID use cases, it really opened eyes, I think, to how you can 
quickly move to do this uh, using the same or similar infrastructure for much broader use cases. And that was, I think that was the first big thing in the evolution that I described going from COVID use cases to our core general virtual triage uh, uh, platform. And then from there, some of the other use cases that I already talked about of patient services and clinical journeys that then also got, got layered in. Uh, again, along the same exact theme as the original mission, you know, smart care routing, making healthcare easier to navigate for, for patients trying to interface with their providers. Yeah, it's even when we were talking last year, right? Like it's, it's, we, we knew that was a big driver, uh, obviously the COVID care navigation, but that wasn't the only thing that you were going to continue to be doing. But Hey, yeah. when, when there's a huge use case, you, you, you ride it. And, um, it's, uh, that, that was obviously a really good, uh, well, not, the pandemic wasn't good, but it was a good opportunity for you to help with the care navigation. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and then be able to branch out into some of these other areas of focus. Um, but before I before I let you go, I, I I had one more thing that I really wanted to kind of focus in on because really this was an update, and then obviously to kind of hear about yeah. that transition uh, to other to other care navigation uh, areas. But what what does this industry look like moving forward into the future through your lens? So. You know, I, I guess speaking specifically to our area of, you know, routing or navigation software for providers or health systems, um, I think that we're just scratching the surface of what's what's going to happen over the next five, 10 years in the market of how robustly these kinds of smart routing or intelligent chat use cases or, or technologies are used to support all sorts of use cases across the ecosystem. And I think that the biggest driver that's going to move people in this direction is, um, is a fear of, of losing. Like we, we were, I was just chatting with the marketing department of one of our big customers earlier today. And I, I actually asked directly, who are you most concerned about uh, as you think about your growth as an organization? And, you know, in the near term, it was the, the same legacy incumbent, other providers or health systems that, that they've already been battling with for decades. Uh, but he's like, really, what I'm genuinely concerned about over the next five to 10 years is uh, the tech companies and the retail companies that will be looking to come aggressively after all sorts of outpatient care. You know, he said they're not, they're not coming after our inpatient hospitals, but, you know, outpatient care contributes to what half of all revenue generally for uh, for systems or provider groups. And and so the, I think that fear over getting taken over and the opportunity to use all sorts of patient engagement technologies or better digital technologies, more virtualization, but specifically for our, our case, making it easier and easier for people to, like I said at the beginning, go from, I have a need and I want to interface with healthcare to actually fulfilling that need in a matter of, of minutes and without having to get on the phone and talk to someone and have it be personalized to you and have your insurance be taken into account and actually be able to do things online and schedule appointments or get to the right lab test and have price transparency as part of that whole experience of, well, here's how, you, how much this, this will actually cost. Like that navigation experience sponsored by health systems or provider groups is what we're, we're after. You know, we, we kind of really believe in the uh, in the need for provider organizations that exist to be 
the or a very strong force in upholding the infrastructure of healthcare in the country. And you know, we don't we don't want healthcare to be completely split between retail and telemedicine and inpatient and outpatient are scattered across many different touch points. So we want to work with, and we think that's what we'll see, health systems and provider groups moving more aggressively to actually be a better digital presence uh, as well to support uh, patient navigation. And it's going to really be, the, if it doesn't happen, then then we're going to see a lot of uh, systems and provider groups just going bankrupt and not existing any, anymore um, unless something radical uh, changes outside of you know, better digital engagement. So um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's what, what we'll see over the next, in, in summary, just better, better adoption of, you know, digital intelligent digital engagement platforms, right. For, uh, for health systems and providers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm excited to to get you back on every time we maybe we just do this right at the year mark we have you come back on again sure. we just we went through <laughs> the whole journey on a, a year by year basis um, but uh, always a pleasure speaking with you looking forward to obviously your continued success you keep hearing about ClearStep and uh, thanks again for being a guest once again no thanks so much for having me that's awesome I look forward to next time. 